time for gate speed now. And looking forward to catching up with Jason Bonington and Blake Redden. Good afternoon to you two gentlemen. Afternoon, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well, Jason. Uh, yeah, terrific, Gareth. Uh, wonderful night last night at the MCG. Of course, you attended there for the barrier draw for both the Hunter Cup and the Great Southern Star. All 11 fields are out, all 11 markets are out, so we can sink our teeth into them. Okay. Things we learn. Now, we'll kick off. Do we want to start with the Hunter Cup or we'll start with what happened last Saturday night? You, you are actually running the show. Yes, you, right, you are then. behind the driving wheel here, Gareth, so Ants, anywhere you want to go. Ants nails a three-year-old double with two group ones in the space of, a, space of an hour. Um, we had Ants on the show there yesterday. We all know that he's a superstar. He's a big-time driver. He loves this time of the year. He's won seven Hunter Cups. But I think now he's, he's, he's covering more ground in this sport um, training horses, and he's building up some team at the moment. I don't think there's, along with Gary Hall Jr., maybe Luke McCarthy, there's no better big-time driver than a Butt. Well, that's a fact, isn't it? He's yeah. um, he's won 700 Cups, and he turned up at Melton on the weekend. Bon, he's obviously spent some time in, in, in Victoria going back a couple of years now in Sydney, but uh, travels everywhere for the big races, and Dr. Susan will clearly the drive won the race there and, um, and line up the best horse, but still got the job done so couldn't have done any more ants and um i'm sure that you know w- winning the two classics on one night will be quite the memory for him he was in a good mood no doubt about it afterwards and why wouldn't you be the only person in a better mood was probably emilio rosati who uh who owned the first and third horses home in the victoria derby final perfect stride and <laughs> lineup but I, I actually said to ants might have been a stupid question but i sort of said to him y- you know y- you've been the king driver there for uh, well in Australasia in big races for such a long period of time. Were you nervous at all about taking over training responsibilities? Because I won't name names, but I've spoken to a few drivers that uh, over the course of time that have uh, taken over you know training under their own name and their own property, and and they have said it is a challenge, and, and, and there is that little concern that you know you might not uh, you might not be able to cut it as a trainer the same way as you did as a driver but in typical uh, Anthony Bud fashion he said nah, I have been pretty much in partnership with Tim all the way so uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's he's basically said he was doing 70% of the work yeah. and, Tim's, <laughs> and Tim's name was up in lights so um terrific terrific drives in both races the fact that you got Dr Susan to behave the second time around after she wanted to buck in the first score up was yeah. just sensational he's a, he's a gun eh, but and Harlot wins in her match in the tennis so she's through to the second second or not the second round, the semi-finals of the Australian Open. She defeated Contevite there at Melbourne Park. Second point, this is about the trotters that competed there on Saturday night and temporarily tames Oscar and co in a devastating Route 1. Mark Purden said last night at the barrier draw for the Great Southern Star that you will see a different Oscar this time around. Natalie Rasmussen replaces Mark as the driver. But is over, have we overhyped Oscar? He's, he's been beaten against the better horses when he's competed against them. Is he as good as we think he is? Well, the, I think the question is, where is he at? I mean, Mark said last night on the broadcast that he's had some issues. He was only able to swim him before last week, and, and he'll take good benefit from that. So, you know, how fragile is he? We don't know. Uh, how close is he going to be to 100% this week? We won't know until after the race. So I think it's probably harsh to judge him too uh, strongly on his last couple of defeats. Bonnie's still 
got that raw speed. He, he burned into the race with that raw speed. He just couldn't sustain it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know about Oscar, but you can take nothing away from Temporale. He was devastating. That was some win. Oh, an incredible win from Temporale, and he thoroughly deserved it after his uh, superb record on Australian soil, particularly in Group 1 races. But I know you're a big believer in this, Gareth, and I am uh, I am too, that until you've done it, it's okay. You can you can, you can can be hyped all the way to the, uh, to the yin-yang, basically, but until you actually do it, it's hard to... It's hard to concede that Oscar Bonavina is the best trotter in Australasia. Now, the nod and wink I felt I got from Mark Purden in that Facebook Live uh, broadcast that Adam Hamilton and I did post-barrier draw seemed to suggest that Mark's exceptionally confident that Oscar Bonavina will be at his best. But then we spoke to Josh Dickey afterwards, and he sort of spoke about the fact, I think he's a very special horse, but you've got to remember he's four. Now, we have seen four-year-old paces step up to the mark and be able to beat their older rivals. But we know Trotters are more like Ruckman, so he's like a 20-year-old Ruckman. You occasionally get your Brody Grundies, but it's yeah. not often that you, uh, that, you, that you can be beating these older season Trotters. So I don't think he should be favourite. I, I'm not sure whether he's held favouritism. I think he still is favourite for the Great Southern Star at the moment. I don't think he should be because he's been in three or four Group 1 races and hasn't struck a blow yet. Yeah. When he Once he does, we can say he's the best, but... Right now, he's got to beat a horse in Tornado Valley on his home deck who's won about six group ones at Tabcorp Park. I don't know, Jason, if you... Like, I love you and all that, but you've 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 dubbed real deals to, like, Hurricane Harley in San Carlo. <laughs> like, they haven't won group ones yet. Well, I didn't want to it, say anything. I just want to hold you accountable, well, really. You, honestly, I'll say one thing. If you didn't want to say anything, you've let yourself down badly. Why? Because you have said something. But yeah. the, when, well, when, when, I, when I say real deal sometimes, uh, uh, Gareth, I'm not talking about the fact that I think they're Grand Circuit champions. Okay. I mean, you're a genuinely nice horse. See, like, you, you, <laughs> like, you're, you're a genuinely good bloke. You're not group one, but oh. you're a nice bloke. So you're the real deal, Gareth, but you're not group oh, one. Okay. Uh, is there a hole that he can dig into there, um, Blake, at HRV headquarters? Lockavar launches formidable assault in track record time. He was awesome, wasn't he? He didn't show dynamic gate speed, but he no. didn't have to. He was able to just cruise on, find the lead, and he just ran and ran and ran. And self-assured, who we were sort of talking about in such reverences as him, well, he couldn't get near Lockenvarat. So um, both excellent runs, obviously, yep. put a good gap on third, but... I mean, I, I'm willing to not admit, I, well, maybe admit I was wrong a little bit about Lock and Vratborn. He, he does look the real deal, if you like, a proper <laughs> group one horse. He, Jason, there you go. He is the real deal. Now you can say that. Well, I, I, to be honest, it's, it's only a measure of how much Bakes likes to shove it up me that he sides with you, and it's quite like this American double situation that we've got on Gatesby these yeah. days. I just don't know about it, but no, nah, he's a he's a special horse, uh, Lock and Varad. His first two runs, like his second run back from a break, well, he won the Cobram Cup, yeah, and then he his run on the Shepherd and Cup Unlucky, was, yep. was was luckless. But David Moran, pretty much, when I rocked up to grab him for an interview on Saturday night, he basically said Lock and Varad was. Yeah, like he was no good in either run. Really? Like he didn't feel he, that that was nothing near where he thinks Lock and Varad should be. He goes, he's the best I've ever had him leading into that four-year-old Bonanza. Wow. So I don't think we even measure, in terms of his preparation this time in, we only measure Lock and Varad by what he did on Saturday night. And I could tell, speaking to Mark Purden once again in that interview, he's got some serious reverence for Lock and Varad. And I'll tell you why, because he knows exactly how good Self-Assured is. And Self-Assured was... Huge, like humongous how well he went in the four-year-old Bonanza and Lock and Varad just straight away from him at the finish. So uh, we might be looking at the dawn of a, mm. of a genuine superstar, a real deal. Now, Luke McCarthy joins us here on Gate Speed for RSN Central, of course. 
Luke McCarthy, Craig Cross, that team will have three runners engaged in the AG Hunter Cup plus the first emergency in King of Swing. And uh, Luke joins us now. Hello, Luke. How are you, guys? Good, thanks, mate. We'll start off with Ultra Lando, Barry number one. There's Skates B, Mark Shardy outside. How confident are you that Toddy McCarthy, he's a wonderful gate driver, can kick up with Ultra Orlando at the start? Oh, look, he, he flies the gate, Gareth. He's, um, he's let out of can and wide barriers at Menangle on a couple of occasions and, and cross fast horses like Ignatius and them sort of horses. So he's got a lot of gate speed, um, which he can sort of put himself into a good position. I can't believe the price, seven fifty two forty. I think for mine, he's the horse to beat. I think from the draw, it's just, you know, it's really fell into his hands. He's, um, his last couple of starts, obviously, he was getting ready to go to Perth, and everyone knows about him and Field Marshall not being able to get there. And, um, you know, there's, he he raced uh, at Menangle, he beat Tiger Tara, and Field Marshall was really good. And he came out and won the Shirley Turnbull Bathurst, Drew Barrier 8, had to go all the way back to last and, and come from, you know, around the whole field. So he's very versatile. Um, and, you know, he's come up with a really good draw. Now, Luke, Jason Bonington, Blake Rennan, also with me here on Gatespeed on RSN Central. Jason, take it away. Oh, I'm going to let Bakes go, actually, okay. first, because he, he was waving his hand at me. He's desperate to ask <laughs> one. So, Luke McCarthy, you better be ready for this, because no. Blake Rennan's going to fire in. No, I'm just curious, Luke. I mean, we've spoken already about him a little bit, Ultra Orlando, but he has been ODM at different times of his career, and in that Shirley Turnbull it's a bit hard to tell, but was he going roughly at the start? I mean, is that any little concern from the inside barrier draw? No, not at all, Blake. He, um, see, with the, they they drawn the field. He, he actually drawn six, and it mightn't have been aware of it in Melbourne. But anyway, they redrew the field with Uncle Sam and a couple of others in it, and he ended up coming out in barrier eight. And that bothers the camber on the track sort of goes right up to number six, and then as you get to seven and eight, it, it flattens out the other way. It's really hard to go forward from barrier seven and eight, and I sort of thought it was going to be too much speed, and I'd, I'd eased him anyway. But no, he, look, it's it's nothing to do with, like, once going away from the gate. He's just got a habit of, at Menangle, he'll go to run out the gate um, at where you come on the track. He's just got a few tricks like that. But um, once you sort of know how to, you know, you warm him up well away from the gate and that sort of thing. But as far as going to the gate, he, he, he would never put the foot wrong. Lukey, I um, I didn't sleep very well last night. I looked at the draw and I thought to myself, I, I've got no idea how to assess this race, maps, and uh, and also uh, who I'm going to tip on top. But the more I've gone through it this morning, the more I desperately want to tip Bling it on. I think he's the best horse in the race. I think there's no doubt about that in terms of his established record. He's a three-time Open Age Group 1 winner. He was uh, a wonderful younger horse. I need you to be able to tell me that he is right now where he was when he won the Victoria Cup. And if you can tell me that, I think I already know who I'm going to tip on top here. Oh, we definitely think he's Jace. He's, um, he, he sort of, like he'd had them two runs back from that spell and come out one at Menangle and then obviously won a Vic Cup at his second up run. Went to New Zealand, things didn't go as planned. He wasn't himself. Come home, he's had a break. Um, had a nice trial. He trolled him 150. Then he, he went to Goulburn last Sunday and he smashed the track record. Uh, which was held jointly by Tiger Tara and Four Reasons. So, you know, he's felt really good at goal and he's thrived since that run. The fortnight between runs, almost like the Menangle run into the Vic Cup. So we, we, we think we couldn't be any better. Send Central, are you with Gareth Hall 
and Blake Redden and Jason Bonington, our special guest is Luke McCarthy, along with Craig Cross, will send around three horses in Victoria's Premier Harness Racing event, the AG Hunter Cup on Saturday night. Luke, first of all, as we head back to you, King of Swing, do you think he was unlucky not to be taking his place in the final field? at Melton on Saturday night. He could still get a run. He's the first emergency, but were you surprised he didn't make the field? Yeah, probably, I know it's a hard job, Gareth, picking these fields and um, and all the rest of it. And, and his numerical form in Perth probably was down a little bit outside of the, the last start he had, which he won. Um, and then, he, you know, he travelled all the way across um, to the East Coast and... He come out and was parked outside Ignatius over 2300, and they went 53 for 2300. He smashed the clock and had a fortnight between runs and come out and went 48 Saturday night and just done it so well um, and beat good horses. So, look, you know, I think he's probably, if he happened to gain a run, he'd be awfully hard to beat. And um, I think he's the sort of horse, hopefully you guys are talking about him, you know, for these races and the American Mile moving forward. If he did get a start, Luke, is he the kind of horse he can use off the gate in this sort of race or not so much? Yeah, for sure. He flies out. Like, I could have held Major Dan Saturday night. We got out 26-2 and I was holding him easy. And if I'd have kept stepping under him, we would have went 25. And I figured he's going to be a good one to follow anyway. And Major Dan generally rolls along. So it worked out fine. But he has got a heap of gate speed. Do you take the punt and take him to uh-huh. Melbourne, Luke, or do you, if you if you don't gain a start by say Friday, you keep him home? Oh, that'll be totally up to the owners, Gareth. Um, if they'd like him to ship down, it's only seven hours from Cobbity here at, um, to where we stable at Shepparton, so it's not that big a trip. Um, if they'd like him to go down on Friday, he can go down, and if he doesn't get a run, well, he'll come straight back. It's not the end of the world, but. Um, yeah, it'd be lovely to get a run for him. Luke, just on the, the wider team, I guess, um, you know, it's been an incredible probably six-month period or, or even more for for you and Craig Cross and, and the team. I mean, h- how do you sort of rate it? We know going back maybe five, six years, you had the likes of four reason, the gold ace, tear away all competing in these big races. Is this, you know, as good as you feel you might have gone ever? Yes and no, Blake. You have your runs of good horses, and we've been lucky enough to have had like slip and slides and be good Johnnies and Mr. Feelgoods and for a reason, Washaki, like all those sort of horses with great horses. And I think if we had any of them in this era now, would be almost the best or, you know, right up there. So, you know, it's just we've been lucky to have a lot of good horses, and we've got a really good team again at the moment. And they're all sort of fit and healthy and and going well. So you know it's it's obviously a good strong team, but I wouldn't say it's the best we've ever had. Well, Luke, the best of luck on Saturday night, and you've got three wonderful chances. Cash and Flo's the outsider, but he's been going pretty well of late. But especially Ultra Orlando and Blingon on look pretty tough to beat on paper. Enjoy your trip to Melton. We'll catch up with you on Saturday night. Thanks, guys. There's Luke McCarthy, the champion rainsman. And obviously a wonderful horseman who will play a big part there at Melton on Saturday night. Jason, did they get the did they get the field right there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
just a one-word answer. Well, what, I mean, we, we've been over this a few times, Gareth. I think they definitely got the field right. And Luke, it's great to hear how circumspect Luke was because he's. He, I think he's obviously got a big opinion of King of mm-hmm. Swing and the owners should be extraordinarily happy that they've got a horse who hopefully over the next 12 months now that he's... Uh, He's happy within himself. He's obviously racing very well at Menangle. That last start performance was sensational. That we will be talking about him in the big races, but he'll he'll establish a curriculum vitae that gives him the opportunity to go in the biggest races in Australasia. Hopefully, King of Swing, and he can prove to everyone what a good horse he is. But right now, right here, right now, unfortunately, the timing just hasn't worked for him because he'd only put that that one really good run on the board, and that precluded him from getting a start. I think it was. I think it was the right decision. Could he win if he was in the race on Saturday night? Well, he probably won't be. Well, he's an emergency, so if he, if he probably won't get a start. But if he does get a start, or look, I'd, 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 you'd have to say he'd have to be some sort of chance because Elsa Orlando. The more you go through it, and look, I, I must admit, um, last night I wasn't. I don't think I was fully versed on how quick. Not you know, I don't think a few people were fully versed on how quick Elta Orlando is off the gate. He's going to hold Max Shard, and then he's going to have the option of either holding the lead or handing up to an appropriate rival. And King of Swing being as quick as he is off the arm, there's a very good chance that King of Swing could find the front under those circumstances. And if, if he you got go start, if you go if you got if you got a start, which is we've already mentioned, unlikely is an emergency. Yeah. But if he did get a start. Um, his record when leading, you and I both know, is very, very good. So I wouldn't be ruling him out as a winning hope now that he's drawn so well if he got into the field. Okay, Blake, what's your tip in the Hunter Cup as we continue on with gate speed here on RSN Central You're with Gareth Hall, Blake Redden and Jason Bonington? Uh, it would be disingenuous of me not to tip Chase Auckland, Gareth, but yep. I think Ultra Orlando is the biggest danger. I totally agree. I'm with Ultra Orlando. I think it's a wonderful price. At $7.50, I think the, the booking of Tom McCarthy or Anthony Butt, they both would have got the job done. I think he can lead and and lead for a long, long way. What about you, Jason? Uh, bling it on for me, and I thought massive value available about our Uncle Sam because if Elder Orlando leads and holds the lead... I reckon our Uncle Sam Correct. will run past him, and uh, and and that might be enough to win. So twenty one dollars. I don't know where he's paying the drum. Three dollars something. Fifty. Three fifty. If I tell you what, if you're a cautious soul, if you don't need to be cautious soul, three dollars fifty the place. It might be just the way to to bet the race. But I've just gone through all their Group One records. We just spoke about Oscar Bonavina, and. Bling it on, 14 starts in open age group ones for three wins and three placings. The remainder of the field have three open age group ones between them. So if he's 100% right, bling it on, and he gets the right run in the race, which he will get, Al McCarthy in the bike, mm. he's the one to beat. King of Swings won three group ones, Jason. No, I said open age group oh, ones. Okay, I, yeah. I, know, I know your ears, yep. No, it's yeah. open age. Oh, okay. see, see, those derbies and like Breeders' Crowns yeah. and stuff, they, they happen when you're younger. When you're three. Yeah. Uncle Sam, so you think he can win his third race in three years? Uh, look, he's going to be behind the leader, and I think he'll run past Ultra Orlando. And we know that sometimes in these big features, well, we know often in the big features at Melton that peg domination can ensue. Yep. So, I, I, look, I, I think that's actually quite disrespectful of his record. He is one of only three other horses in the race, Ultra Orlando not being one of them. He's never won an open age group one. Our Uncle Sam has in the Bohemia Crystal free-for-all. He's also placed in another group one. And he's been, he's been cast into uh, some awkward roles. So mm. I think he is... Um, 
I think he's a great each way bet in the race or maybe straight at the place. We'll play a quick game before we let you go and I'll get your tips for the Great Southern Star. Yes or no whether these horses can win a Hunter Cup. Ultra Lando. Yes. Yes. Max Shard. No. No. Is it four dollars in the market? Can you? I think. Believe? I think. I think. I think people just got that. Might have their maps wrong. Yep. That's the problem. King of Swing. No. <laughs> well, he's not going to be in the race, so no. So if he's in the race, just say. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> confronting that as a possibility at the moment. He's an emergency. Chase Auckland. Yes. Yes. Cash and flow. No. Should no. be thousand to one. Can't stay twenty two hundred. I don't know how he's going to stay. He's pretty good last week. Yeah. Triple eight. No. He, no. He's a real outside hope. Lock and Var Art. Yes. Yes. I say I, I say yes to him. I say yes to well, I agree with you with our Uncle Sam. He hasn't got a great winning strike rate, but I don't think he's ever really had the run that he'll get on Saturday night. No, he's he he, he can win the race. Twenty one he's he's clearly the I best. I reckon he was here. behind the leader in a Hunter Cup or into the wasn't he? Yeah. He yeah, ran second. I'll tell you what, none of none of these horses are Tiger Tara. No, but that's right. what I'm saying, he yeah. ran second. Yeah, yeah he was he's run second yeah. into the Minion Grand Final and a Hunter Cup. Yeah, I think he's a better place chance. I don't think Co Bailey can win if he's not in front. No hope. Probably not. I think Bling on needs a little bit of luck. He's the one to beat for more. He's a probably not, but maybe. <laughs> AG's White Sox. Slim. Yes. Slim. San Carlo could start now. No. Well, he could start I'll now. I'll tell you what, he'll be within 65 metres of the winner. I think he's probably unlikely to win the way he's going. <laughs> my Kiwi mate, uh, good, on, like, good on my Kiwi mate. He's been there, done that. He, he, he never really runs a bad race. He just he just doesn't get much luck with the draw, apart from the incident menu where he drew barrier number one. But he's at 50 to one. He'll go back along the inside. And um, well done to Craig Demler for getting that horse in the, in the, in the race. He can't win yep. that. No, no, I don't think he can. All right, then what about the Great Southern Star? I, I, if it wasn't Mark Purden and if he didn't wink at Bond last night so much, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd nearly just tee off and declare Tornado Valley here. Yep. Uh, I, I think I'll, he wins, I'll, res- yeah. I'll respect the Oscar Bonavina push, but geez, Tornado Valley doesn't get beaten in front. Oh, um, I don't think he's. I don't think he's. He's been beaten in front for two years. Yeah. So, uh, so I tell you what, we'll we'll all be in awe if Oscar if Tornado Valley's in front and Oscar Bonavina runs straight by him. Well, we have got a, a new genuine champion on the horizon, but I think uh, I think Tornado Valley should be favoured and he's my top tip as well. Always a pleasure, boys. Jason, go and meditate and enjoy the next couple of days and just relax. Zoom, like you know what I mean. And then um, we'll see you on Saturday night. Hey, Blake, I'm looking forward to working with you and, and Mick Guerin. You don't want to miss this coverage. It's going to be spectacular. RSN Carnival from uh, 20 minutes before race one to the end. Um, we will not be taking a break. We'll be talking for that long and all the major players on RSN. Looking forward to it. You're a star, Blake, and you're a superstar, Jason. Have a wonderful (laughs) week. You too, Gareth. There's Jason Bonington and Blake Redden. Time for a quick break on the other side of it.